Welcome to the Midlife Career Rebel, the podcast created for high-achieving professional women to gain the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to go after and get the life and career they want. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Parker-Walsh, lawyer, social scientist, brand strategist, executive coach, entrepreneur, and midlife career rebel. Each week, you'll learn strategies to manage your mind, navigate the challenges of midlife, and take control of your career so you can thrive doing the work you love. So if you're ready to tear up that rule book and create your own, you're in the right place. And I can't wait to show you how. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about giving yourself permission to change your mind, particularly when it comes to your career. And I want you to understand why it's important to normalize this idea, to get comfortable with it and embrace it. Because knowing you can change your mind whenever you want can actually give you so much freedom and alleviate a lot of stress around making decisions about your career. And this is important because most of us in midlife were raised with this idea that success equals longevity, meaning that the longer we stayed with something, the more we demonstrated our ability to be responsible or dependable, trustworthy and committed, right? Like for example, many of us were raised to find a job with a good company, climb that ladder to the top and then retire. And so many of us dutifully followed that plan even when the market crashed in 87 and companies started laying off long-term employees, or even in 2000 and 2008 when the market hit another all-time low and the gig economy bursted forward, consultants and freelance workers became the norm in organizations. Even then, we boomers and many Gen Xers continue to follow that same script. Millennials, on the other hand, they don't equate success with longevity. In fact, in a report by Career Builder, they found that boomers will stay in a role on average about eight years and three months, Gen Xers for about five years and two months, where millennials and Gen Zs won't stay in any role longer than two, two and a half years. So clearly the idea of not being able to change your mind with regard to your career decisions is something that those of us at midlife have a problem with. And that's why I want to address it. We've been conditioned to this idea of staying put and not changing our minds, really since childhood, if you think about it. Remember when you were dying to take, I don't know, gymnastics or play an instrument or sports or whatever was your hobby of choice, and about a quarter or halfway through, you changed your mind and wanted to quit? It wasn't an option, right? You were told that you had to stick with it, that you couldn't quit, that frankly, it didn't matter if you didn't like it anymore or weren't happy, because once you start something, you have to see it through, right? How many heard that? You didn't want to be labeled a quitter or be seen as a failure or deal with other people's ideas or thoughts of you if you decided to change your mind. So we learned to kind of suck it up and stay put. Hell, it wasn't even acceptable for you to just change your mind unless you had a really good reason. And, uh, and honestly, was there ever a good reason? <laughs> Like not wanting to do it wasn't good enough or not liking it or not being happy wasn't good enough. So we've been conditioned to stick it out and stay put no matter what. That's one of the reasons why so many women in midlife are miserable and in unfulfilling careers. You know, I played volleyball for four years in high school or just about four years. I started playing in my senior year. 
And I was the captain of the team. And, you know, I did really well, was even earmarked to get an athletic scholarship. But early on in my senior year, I decided I didn't want to play anymore. I wanted to do something else. In fact, I wanted to be in a school musical because I love that kind of stuff. But I couldn't do both because of my practice and game schedules. You know, I did so many other things, but there was a conflict with this one. So I decided to quit the team. And to everyone around me, it was a crazy decision. In fact, my coach called me a quitter. And a few of my teammates stopped speaking to me because they felt that I had let them down. They wondered, how can I change my mind in what felt like the fourth quarter of the game? But it made sense to me. And in truth, that's all that really mattered. It actually was something that had been on my mind for a while, but I really struggled with it. I probably should have quit in my junior year, but I just, in fact, I think I talked to my coach about, like, I think I want to step down and got talked out of it. So I stayed on the team, but apparently I had a little bit more hoops, huspa in it when it came to my senior year. So I struggled with changing my mind, but in the end I did. And I tried out for that musical. It was a production of Oliver, by the way. And I landed a part with a solo. And I'm so happy I did that. It was such an amazing experience. And what a wonderful gift I gave myself, all because I changed my mind. Now, you may have also received messages growing up that it's unacceptable to change your mind. You know, that you may have been um, heard phrases couched in terms like, um, you don't really know what you like, or you don't know what's best for you, or that sticking with things, even though you don't like it, builds character and prepares you for life. So inadvertently, while these are powerful messages, and I'm not saying there's not some underlying truth to them, But as a result, we grew up believing that joy, happiness, and fulfillment has nothing to do with work or responsibilities, that work is work, that a job is a job, and that being happy or fulfilled in it has nothing to do with it. So we've completely disassociated those things because we were told that you have to stick with things and it doesn't matter about how you feel about it. And these lessons that we learned in our childhood or adolescence shaped our perspective and perception of what's possible for us in adulthood, or really what is shaped is what's realistic for us in adulthood. So if you got the message to tough it out or stick with it, the idea of being able to change your mind may actually feel foreign or unavailable to you. And if that's the case, making decisions may actually horrify you because you believe that once a decision is made, there is no going back, that you have to stick it out no matter what. And that can be a very frightful thought. But the truth is we can change our minds and we can change our minds anytime we want and as many times as we want. I mean, we change our minds as a society all the time. We have changed our minds on fashion and style. Remember how women wore hats and gloves everywhere in the 40s? We've changed our minds on medical practices and procedures. Remember leeches and bloodletting? God forbid. And we've changed our minds on technology. Uh, Blackberry, anyone? Right? As we grow, learn, and gain additional experience, knowledge, and information, we change our minds. 
we have a different idea of where we want to, what we want to do, where we want to go and how we want to proceed. I mean, think about it. You've changed your mind probably more than once on your favorite food, drink, hairstyle, friends, relationships, even marriages, and yes, even careers. Remember what you were doing at 20? My guess is you're probably not doing it right now. Or if you are doing it right now, you may be thinking, I think I want to do something different. (laughs) But because of the messages we received around changing our minds or the negative connotation around quitting, we've made it mean something more than what it is. We've made it mean something about who we are as a person or our decision-making capabilities or that we made some type of horrible mistake. What we're doing is creating a problem where there is no problem. In our minds, we think we shouldn't want to change, that we shouldn't have to change, that we shouldn't want something else, that we shouldn't go after another career, that we've made the decision and shouldn't we stick to it? We should stay put because that's the responsible thing to do. And changing our mind is wrong. We should suck it up, stick it out and stay put. But what if there is no problem? What if nothing has gone wrong? What if you didn't make a mistake? That's what I want you to see, that changing your mind just means you decided to make a different choice from the one you previously made. That is all. You made a choice yesterday, a year ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, and now you're deciding to make a different choice. And you have the opportunity and right to do that. What if you're allowed to be intentional about what you want to do in your life? that you can make an intentional choice or stay or leave in every aspect of your life and it not mean that you failed, that you made a poor decision, that something's wrong with your ability to make good decisions, that we have to make it a problem when there is no problem. It's just a different choice. You get to weigh all of your options and make the best choice for you. That means if you said you would take a position, but something in your gut is telling you that it's not the best or right move for you right now, you could change your mind. That means if you started a new position and two months into it, you realize even after all your research and due diligence, it's really not the right place for you. You can change your mind. That means if you said you want to quit your job and later on you decide you want to stay at the job, even though you told everyone else you know that you want to leave, you can still change your mind. It also means that if you earn multiple degrees, spent 15, 20 years in a career that no longer fulfills you, and now you want out and to do something new, that you're allowed, you can change your mind. Now, I've worked with clients in each of these scenarios. It's not uncommon for clients to come to me because they feel unhappy and conflicted about whether or not they want to stay in their current role or career. But after going through the discovery phase of my program, they gain greater clarity around who they are and what they want. They gain skills on how to manage their mind. They begin to gain more confidence and find their voice. And as a result of all of that and so much more, and this is just in the first phase, they begin to feel different about their current job. They start to show up differently and they start to get treated differently. And then they decide to change their minds and say where they are. Or they may have thought, you know, I think I want to start a new business, 
But in the process of thinking about that new business and putting things together, a recruiter calls them with an incredible offer. And again, after learning more about who they are and the vision they have for their lives, they decide to change their minds and not start their business, but to pursue the offer. And that's okay. Now, what's interesting to me is that sometimes when that happens, I watch my clients get filled with shame or guilt about coming to me with one idea of where they thought they wanted to go, but are deciding to now change their minds. And then they start to wonder if they're settling or letting fear take over. You know, they're trying to make a problem. They're looking for a problem when there really is no problem. The truth is they gain more knowledge, they change their mind. They realize that after gaining a deeper understanding of self and learning new strategies and tools about how to manage their mind, that maybe it wasn't the job or the career that was the problem. Maybe it was the way they were thinking about it. That once they learn to manage their stress, anxiety, to stop feeling like a victim or start owning their own agency, that where they were currently wasn't really as bad as they thought it was. In fact, one of my clients went from wanting to quit her job, she was ready to walk out the door, to getting a six-figure retention bonus, all because she got clear on what she wanted and she changed her mind. Now, my program is called the Career Rebel Academy, which you've heard me talk about. And some women read into that, that it means that they have to do something radical or they have to change careers to be a part of the program. But what I tell women, what the Career Rebel Academy is all about It's about you finding clarity around the career and life you want to overcome any of the limiting beliefs that will keep you from having a career and life you love. And if that means discovering something new and making a pivot or transition, then great. That's fabulous. But that can also mean staying put or remaining on your current career path. That's equally great and fabulous. The key is having the clarity to make career decisions that are right for you. And guess what? If you decide to stay and then in six months you change your mind and decide that now's the time to leave, that's okay too. Because you're making intentional, thoughtful choices about what's right for you, about what you want to do. As I say, really, it's about putting you in the driver's seat of your life and career, The more you can allow yourself the freedom to experiment, try new things, grow, learn, and gain awareness and change your mind as a result, the less stressful you'll be about exploring different options and making choices and decisions. You also won't feel trapped by the decisions you made because you think there's no way out if I go in this direction. So all the anxiety around choice goes away when you know that you can change your mind. Listen, even if you think, but I made a decision based on clarity and now I'm still changing my mind, it's okay, right? No problem here. (laughs) Whether it's a gut feeling or you got your hands on some new intel, you're allowed to change your mind. It's not a problem. There's no flaw in you. There's no flaw in your decision-making abilities. You're not being flaky. You simply decided to change your mind. Now, in episode 28 of the podcast, I talked about how to regret-proof your decisions, and I gave some suggestions there. But I also want to share with you that episode 29 and this episode as well are two additional steps to regret-proof your decision-making. 
right? 29 was about running career pilot studies, and this is about changing your mind. This is all part of you making regret-proof decisions. And when you look at every decision as an intentional choice made with the information at hand, that's all it is, even if you decide to make a different choice, it's still an intentional decision made with the information at hand. So actually, we can get rid of even calling it, I changed my mind, and we can just call it decision making, that I made this decision and now I'm making this decision. So we can even get rid of the connotation, the negative connotation of like quitting and changing our mind and all that kind of stuff, and just really call it decision making if that actually makes it better. But you're allowed to make whatever decisions are the best for you in your life. So whether it's deciding to change your outfit for an event or change your decision about a recent career choice, there's nothing wrong. As I said, you're not being flaky. It's all okay. It's all your choice. While there may be some uneasiness and discomfort, will there be? Probably. But that's just because your brain is bringing up all those old messages about changing your mind and quitting being bad. So don't be alarmed if that happens. But it's also the possibility that by making the choice to do something different, that you're closing out one chapter and embarking on something new. And it's okay if there's some sadness or grief around letting go of something that has served you well. And look at it that way. Look at if you're moving away from something that is not a horrible experience, but it actually is something that has served you and has given you great information and knowledge to know what to do different as you move forward. In fact, I think I'm going to do an episode about embracing discomfort because it's something I'm constantly learning about myself. I'm learning how to do it and embrace it as I continue to grow and develop. The more I see it as it was supposed to happen and it's a natural part of my journey, as opposed to it being some horrible thing that I need to kind of get through or having a why me kind of attitude, the better I'm able to level up my life, to experience more joy, to be open to even greater opportunities. And I want to share that with you. I want to share how shifting that perspective on discomfort can really open you up to so much more and change your life. So as usual, if you want support figuring out what's next for you, how to make decisions that are right for you without the fear that you'll be trapped by the decision or that you can't change your mind, then I want you to join me in the Corrible Academy. We'll work deeply together over six months and figure out what's important to you, what's right for you, what the next chapter of your life looks like, even if you decide to stay put. Because even if you do stay put, you'll do it in a new and different way because you'll be new and different after going through that experience. So I'd love for you to join us in the Career Rebel Academy at www.carolparkerwalsh.com slash career-rebel-academy and use the summer to jumpstart, use it as a jumpstart for figuring out what you want for the rest of the year. Listen, changing your mind is okay. There's no problem. There's nothing wrong. You have the opportunity to make a choice. And then as you gain greater information to make a different one in your future, every decision is not a decision set in law. It doesn't mean anything bad about you. It doesn't mean you're irresponsible or untrustworthy because you decide to change your mind. You have the right to do that. And listen, you'll be the happier for it. Trust me. 
All right, Rebels, that's all I have for you today. And that's a wrap on season three. We're going to take a little break and then we'll see you back again in August for season four. It's going to be an exciting season, doing a lot of new interviews. We're going to be bringing a lot of voices to you over that particular season. In the interim, check out the show notes for links to some freebies and upcoming events and make sure you're getting my newsletter, The Sunday Brunch, which comes out obviously every Sunday. It's a digital newsletter for the professional career woman at midlife and keeps you in the know of the latest information and career trends for your professional and personal well-being. You can also follow me on your favorite social media channels. I'm most active on LinkedIn and Instagram. Come by, say hi, tell me your thoughts about the podcast, what what you're learning, what you're getting out of it. And you can also find me on Pinterest and YouTube. Those are where I'm most active. Until next time, Rebels, I want you to have an amazingly rebellious week and summer, and I'll see you next time. Hey, if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, then you've got to come check out the Career Rebel Academy. It's where you'll get the individual help and support you need applying the concepts and strategies you're learning here and so much more. You'll be joined by a community of other rebels just like you, and I'll be there as your guide every step of the way. If you're genuinely looking to change the course of your life and career, I promise you, this is the place you'll want to be. Just go to www.carolparkerwalsh.com forward slash career dash rebel dash academy. I can't wait to see you there.